This is Chase, Brody, Dean and Harry, and you're listening to Doss and Toss. Episode 6 of Doss and Toss, bit of a short one with no guests, but big things come in small packages like Caleb Daniel and Dean. All the Brandler questions are answered, predictions given, so furthermore... Let's get into the trench. Richard Tambling Cup this week. Are you excited? I am. Yeah, yeah. It's um, absolutely that is the only focus that we're we're about uh, at Tigerland. All right. So starting off with uh, favorite cups of the week, Chase, kick us off. So you say the same thing every every time, but yeah. yeah I do. So. Um, I've gone with the uh, Shannon Burns Cup. Um, our Premiership player at Geelong. Um, ex-player at Melbourne, finished his career there, and now he's a runner at Melbourne. And funny story about Shannon Burns, on the weekend, he, uh, the Mexican wave was going around in the last quarter, and he started from about the forward pocket, and he was sprinting to catch up with the Mexican wave all the way to the, um, to the uh, along the boundary and he, to the, uh, where the benches were, and he almost like tripped over one of the players as, he, as they were coming off, but yeah. Yeah, I've gone Nathan Eagleton, what a dome, dogs, Great port. Nice. We... That's we're reusing the cups because we had the same in round twenty three. But yeah, he's a cult, cult figure that you can't forget. That you miss. Are you? Yeah, I've gone. Um, Jared Rivers, player for Melbourne and Geelong. Very nice. Yeah. And I went with uh, Jack Chengrove. Nice, Brody. Nice. Thanks, Chase. Thanks. One nice Brody. Okay. Yeah. Off we go. All right. Next, we'll get into hidden gem of the week. Returning segment, always second. Yeah, I'll just go quickly with, I've gone with Bonner. 32 touches, 81% efficiency, 25 kicks, 10 marks and a goal. In a dire night for Port Adelaide fans, he was a hidden gem out there and one who didn't play in last year's prelim but played in this year and was one of the Port players who could hold their head up high after that performance. Yeah. Bit of a late call there. So you have Zach Guthrie written down. On the run sheet. Like was yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I was yeah. looking for something I, I, for the Geelong fans as well. Fair enough. Yeah, good call. Uh Brody. Yeah, I went with uh Mitchie Hannon. Uh he had three three goals on the weekend. Chase is calling out he had one cheapie, whatever. D's biased there. Um, but yeah, it is uh Mitch Hannon Cup next week. So looking forward to that as yeah. well. Huge. Mm. And Steph Martin. Um yeah, Chase. Yeah, I've been with Charlie Spargo. Um, set the turn early, two goals. That's what I love about Spargo. He just he doesn't carry on when he scores a goal. Just gets on with it. Gets on with the job. Didn't have any tackles, but he is known for uh, his pressure inside the forward fifty, and he's certainly very underrated. He's a ducker. I'd love to, I'd love to see a yeah. stat on how on how many Melbourne players chased. Okay. Well, out of the well, I was just thinking. That. Okay. Well, who was I going to do this week? Okay. Yeah, well, it could have gone with um Jimmy Jordan. I know um we're still moving what? There, but um, I know he, I know who was next. Yeah, fair. I know, but he came on like they were, the game was already over. He didn't really have like I saw a photo like a they were like videoing him as he was coming on. Just didn't look interested. But then like look at the stats after the game. Nine nine disposals. I think he had like a couple marks and tackles as well. Um, yeah, three marks, two tackles, forty two fantasy. Like it's good effort. Yeah, out of yeah. twenty. 
Yeah, but Sparrow probably holds his spot for the grand final. JJ a sub yeah. and JJ a sub for the dogs as well. Well, yeah, we'll get to our grand final edition next week. But right about now, the list bench start. Uh, Bailey Dale, Caleb Daniel and Christian Salem have gone for some silky backmen. I'll kick mm. us off. Started Daniel, bench Dale and delisted Salem. I just, I think Daniel's the obvious start with his kicking prowess. And Bailey Dale just has that edge over Salem due to consistency. I think Salem, when he gets tagged, just drifts out of games and you don't see him. But Dale was consistent and earned the All-Australian. Brody, who do you have? First, um, are you, are you calling uh, Caleb Daniel? Yep. Very nice. Wait, um, am I what? Are you, are you, you taller than, than Kayla Daniel? Oh, maybe. I'll tell you. Yeah, 170. Mm, maybe. All right. I went start Daniel, bench Salem, and delist Dale. Any hey. reasoning or just. Yeah. Um, Dean, da- I was just. Daniel is exactly 170 as well. Oh. Um, I've gone yeah. the same as um, Dean with starting Daniel, benching. Um, Dale and the listing Salem. I just think, especially this year, Dale's taking his game to another level, all Australian. Yeah, I have started uh, Daniel uh, just for his reputation. Uh, one of the best kicks in the league. I've benched Salem. I think he's had a better. He's uh, best was better than Dale this year. I think. I think in the close games or in pressure games, Salem really stands up for Melbourne. I remember in the Richmond game, Anzac Day Eve. We were we conceded the first three goals and Salem was our best player. And then also in the prelim, when the game was tied at the start, he was our best player in the first quarter. Um, I do think Bale has been more consistent. Sorry, Dale has been more consistent, but uh, he doesn't get Bale. tagged. Yeah, <laughs> Gareth Bale. Um, like the Bales. Daily <laughs> nah, Bale. Daily Bale has been more Daily consistent Bale. because um, more, most of the attention goes to Caleb Daniel. Yeah. Very nice, guys. Very nice. There you have it. Yeah, there you have it. This Sunday, uh, it's the big one. It's the Brownlow medal, what we all look uh, forward to. Uh, we've got a few uh, predictions. Uh, the top five, I'll start with my top five. I've gone Petrarca at five, Wines at four, Steele at three, Bont at two, and Clary to take it out. Clary. I've gone with, um, as well, Bont at five, um, I think Gee, that's low. Oh no, no, yeah. no! Sorry, I meant Petrarca at five. Um, followed by Bont, then Wines, then uh, Steel, then Clary. Mm-hmm. Two from two for Clary. Well, Dean. So you both have Clary taking home, Charlie. Yes, I do. I do. Um, I've gone. Track five, Clary four, steel three, Bont two, and Wines to bring it home. There you go. Yeah, well, I've gone track five as well, Clary four, Wines three, Jack Steel two, and Bont to win. Nice. So nice. we have Bont, Wines, okay. and two Clarys. Yeah. You don't think, think the tracker will take votes off them? Nah, I, I do. don't. That's why. I, I... They get lots of twos and threes. Like I don't really think it's they're gonna take votes off it off each other. They share it around when they mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they share it around. 
All right, we'll go to our one vote smokies. How, how many max score twos will we see? Uh, we might. Nah, Clary's, Clary's three vote games are very noticeable. Like, if he's got three yeah. votes, he'll have three votes. So, yeah. Bray um, should have come third. Uh, yeah, Bray should have three. I reckon Took Miller could also be up there. He could. Yeah, I, I, I think originally I put um, Miller over Petrarca, but then I put Petrarca as like, okay. No, No parish from anyone either. <laughs> No, no, no. I feel like maybe Petrarca. You'll have a lot of threes. Four. Mm. Mm. One vote, Smokies. I've gone with Lockie Ash in round six against the Dogs. Uh, the Dogs got up by five goals or so, but he had about 35 disposals, 15 marks or something, and like 150 fantasy. So, yeah, he might, he might uh, get a cheeky vote there. Uh, I think Will Dave fourth on round one oh. against Essendon. Did you have that, Harry? No, 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 no. Oh. Round one against Essendon, he was very crucial in that win. And I'd love to see Dylan Moore pick up a vote. Yeah, very uh, consistent. I knew you were going to say it. I was... <laughs> that was last year, Dean. Dylan Moore. Yes, did get Brown their votes in the, his career saving game last year against St. Kilda in round 22, I think. Or Gold Coast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go Dimmer Hardwick against Richmond round two. I think we lost, but he had 31 and like 15 marks or something. Yeah, that was a huge game that uh, put him into... I put him... I had took a risk that game, put him into got my him fantasy a spot. team. Yeah, got him a, locked him in a spot in your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. And he was... Uh, um, I wanted to go with uh, the meme Mark Keane fun game, but that's not going to happen. So hopefully uh, Gin and Tonic. Um, can pull out a vote when he kicked three nah. goals and they're all ducks as well. So, yeah, mm. I, I, I love him. So, hopefully, he can pull one. Who is Sinatonic, just for the listeners? That is uh, Jack Kinnivan. Nice. The Coaches Award and the Brownlow. I think the Coaches Award uh, it has more credibility. It's voted by the coaches, the experts, and the umpires. They have a very narrow view of the, of the game. They most of their attention is in the midfield. They're looking for, they're looking to um, pay for a kick, so they're not really actually watching the whole game. So, what do you guys think is the more uh, admirable award? I'll go. I think the Brownlow. I think just it's like the most spoken about award. It has been for so long. The umpires, then it's not just what they see. Like there's four umpires on the field. Everyone's watching. They look. I think they look at the stats after the game. They know they they're they're actually on the field. They're feeling like the game. They know when the tension's there, like and when players step up. So I feel like yeah, it's the best. Like I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um. No one no one remembers the coaches award. It's it's that simple. Everyone remembers the Brownlow, but no one remembers coaches award. So I'm gonna have to say, um, the Brownlow. Yeah, the Brownlow is the more coveted award by players, and I think you agree with Harry on that when he talks about getting a feel for the game. I actually didn't think about that, but it's a good point. Yeah, I think if, you know, if you'd rather win a Brownlow Coaches Award, we'd also Brown. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, Chase's favourite here. Um, okay. Um, from the fans, uh, we had heaps of responses this week. Um, a couple of facetious ones, but um, we, we love that. So Remy, uh, first question is Josh Green. <laughs> no context, just Josh Green. Josh Green. Um, I, don't, I don't think we can add to that. <laughs> the footballer or the basketball? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll just say the footballer because it's a AFL podcast. So he, 
Was a top Actually, up player I have, for I have a comment. Yep, um, Harry. Reminds me of uh, a friend of ours. I think we all know who. Just, you know, looks looks wise. No need to mention names. Oh, okay. I don't know who you're talking about. You're right in the chat. Um, yeah, Josh Green, uh, top player at Essendon, played most of his career at the Lions. Handy player, a uh, bit of a pest, um, which we love. Next question. Uh, Dean, Move to Essendon from Jared. at the end of his career. So, yeah, yes. I, I, I said that. Jared from Trade to Trade, for anyone listening. Uh, Zach Attack, pick up any girls this week following last week's exposure. Well, yes, after last week's hit performance by Zach. Uh, not sure if anyone is getting around him, but you'll have to ask him. I heard he's been picking all the girls' Snapchats on Zoom, so he's doing no, well. doesn't have Snap. Oh, well. Strict, strictly business. Strictly business, which we love, which we love. Uh, Brody, you got a question from Adam. Yeah, uh, Sardines asked, is The Fiend going to poll from that round 23 performance yeah look um if we can poll from having four disposals that that would be uh pretty impressive 23 afl fantasy he had that game um yeah probably not but it would be scenes if he did poll so yeah gotta love the fiend and i'm sure remy and the fiend if they didn't have uh if there wasn't lockdown tonight they'd be having a family dinner yeah no doubt also quick fiend Update, uh, Phoenix Spice is under one-year extension today. Wow. So that's great news for him and the podcast. And, and the family. Yeah, and, and Remy and Co. Yeah. Dean, yeah, another question. Another question. Another this question. one is from Zach. Geelong starting to set up the age home if next year doesn't work. Yeah, another another facetious call. Yeah, I wonder when their bingo nights and bridge nights will be. <laughs> Cute. Harry, you have a question from Brody's man. Oh, yeah, I was just waiting. Dean's man, Dean's <laughs> man. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, um, well, from the DJ himself. <laughs> he asked, how long until Sam Walsh is a major contender in the Brownlow? Um, I think he's very close. I reckon either next year or the year after because he's pretty close. He's, he's going to get beat probably top 10 this year. Um, hopefully they start winning more games in the next few years. So yeah, I definitely think he'll be like top five, top three, definitely next year and the year after. Yeah. And Colton is sort of always going to be in that sort of 10 to 12 sort of range. So, um, <laughs> Which we, we know, love. We know that uh, that's a good position for a Brownlow uh, medalist. Um, Richie asks, will Parrish be robbed? Um, Parrish has had a great season, all Australian, but I don't think he is a major contender. He's won enough medals this year and the Brownlow will not be for him. So he will not be robbed. He'll just not win the award because he does not deserve it. (laughs) That is a huge call. If Parrish goes out and wins it. Yeah, well, I think Richie Manus would take over as host. Yeah. All right. Mondos. Brody? Um, Yeah, I had a question from Aviv. Uh, If Ollie wines face was a different shape what would it be now i feel like that's a trick question isn't it just a square yeah but if it wasn't a square like it wasn't shape a square. Would it be? Oh, the question didn't say that yeah, it, did. <laughs> it did if only one's well, face was a different shape what would it be um hexagon mm. what, what do you guys I'm, think? Think, I'm thinking more pentagon 
Pentagon. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Pentagon, Hexagon. Anything with Octagon. a few sides. Yeah. Yeah, anything with yeah. a gun, pretty much. Yeah. No, nothing round. It's got to be sort of straight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got to have some some uh, straight angles. Okay. Um, yeah, we got one from Corey. Next question. Um, who do you think won't get many votes but is deserving of a lot more? It's a good question. I do think, like, past Brownlow winners, like Tom Mitchell, Lockie Neal, like... There's been a lot of like scrutiny on people that just are ball getters, and like they get they, they. I reckon like Tom Mitchell for like half his games was in the like brown low form, but I don't think he'll poll near as much or near as well as how he did that year. So yeah, like Tom Mitchell, Lockie Neal. Yeah, good call. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, they're yeah, nice. And finally, Aiden uh, makes a return from the fans. Who are the most overrated and underrated players? Oh, this is a tough call. Uh, oh, broad, this one. For me, in that Brisbane game, I thought Fuller. I don't know if they're rated, but like guys like Fullerton, Cockatoo, even Danaher just like, did nothing in a final. Yeah, yeah. Gary Rowan, but I feel like Gary sort Rowan, of, yeah. yeah, Gary Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> I think Todd, Rowan. Marshall, Todd Marshall at Port's pretty overrated. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He hasn't shown me much. Underrated. Underrated. We mentioned Spargo. Um, yeah. Um. Hmm. Underrated. It's kind of like a. Uh, there are a lot of underrated players. That... Harry Hulberg. <laughs> yeah, definitely Harry Hulberg. Um, yeah. a lot of like supporters of teams know a lot of underrated players. Um, that the competition doesn't really see or, or gets much media attention. So, um, if you have a, any recommendations for underrated players, send them through, and uh, we'll respond. Should we um? Speak about um, a big moment in our podcast history that happened this week. Yes. On our Instagram post. Already yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Subject, I think it's suitable for you to speak yeah, about. Yeah, a bit it. touchy. Brody? Brody, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so the big man himself, um, Harry Himmelberg, replied to our Instagram video of him. What was the comment exactly? What was it? Much love or something? Love this or something? Love this with a love heart. Um, really made all of our days. It got, 11, it got 11 likes, which is probably more than some of our posts, to be honest. So that's impressive. And yeah, to say how Himmelberg showing his support was great. It was a great video um, created by Chase Alfasi. So yeah, nice. if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah, go check yeah it. thanks. Uh, I missed legal to make that video. Um, <laughs> Martinez would have been upset. Yeah, look, I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, go to, we'll go to guess who. Next, um, quick go. score check. Uh, I've lost count now. Dan, do you know what you want? Uh, eight, six. I think it's eight. I, I, I think you're up by three. I think it's seven four zero. I'm one. I'm one. He's on one. Brooks should make. We should make twelve, yeah. which is right. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Jared who got Bonner before all of us last week. Yes, oh. he said he was on a run and he called it out. He got who? Aiden Bonner. Oh, yes, Aiden. Yeah. yeah. Remember to let us know if you get it before. Yeah. Yes. Look, I mean, he had his chance to to get the yeah. guest at point, but he well, wasn't a guest last week. What was you do get on the podcast, but he's already been on the podcast, so he blew it. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. We'll start. We'll start. First player. <clears throat> I was drafted at pick eight in the 2015 draft. I was drafted to Gold Coast. 
I am a defender. I now play for Brisbane. Joe Lyons. We're number four. Archie. Ah, uh, that was Harry exactly Lyons. the same. No, I said Brandon before. Harry, yeah, Harry. Give it to Harry. He said the name. Harry Lyons. Yeah. Wait, it's not Brandon. Callum. Callum. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it's Archie. I don't know. I don't know if I give this to. You. Mm. Dean said Archie as in, and Harry said Brandon Archie but, but my Brandon started before he said the Archie <laughs> I know I know but if it's not Brandon <laughs> you can give it to him you can give I've it done to this him. before I've done this before <laughs> yeah with Lloyd him. with Lloyd he gave me yeah yeah, yeah he's not good with the first names right, I'll give it to Harry to make it close I'm good with the numbers though I'm good with the numbers alright well you might, be, you might uh, that might help you in this one alright that's so random like why do you tell him Archie alright next <laughs> Someone in the AFL has the same name as me. The same first name, same last name. Chase Jones. I, not me, as in like the no, player. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 no, wasn't bad. I debuted playing for the Western Bulldogs. Damn boy. I, now, I now play for the Giants. I Damn wear boy. number 50. Sam Reid. Yeah, nice. My first name is Sam. <laughs> oh, when you said Wait, Sam can you give us a bit like, more you know, time? Uh, okay, I'll give you more time. Just, Next one. Yeah. All right, so seven, six, one. So Harry's Let's one go. away here. Let's go. Dean, come on. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, this could be a Dean player, though. I don't know. Or maybe not. All right. I'll take more time on this one. I won a Nab Rising Star Award in my first game. Yeah. Award? Sorry, sorry. Nomination, nomination. Nomination. Harold Gordon. Harold Gordon. I was a fa- I was a father son drafty. I have played oh, thirty Scott. four games. Yeah, Bailey Scott. Let's I kicked go. nineteen goals. My first Dang. game. Is, my first name is Bailey. Oh, I, I knew that Seven as well. Nine. I had him in. I had him in my fantasy team that yeah, year. He did nothing, go. but he was good in round one. Yeah, ah, yeah. Got him in. Damn. Nah, there it is. Surely I'm on eight. Look, you let Harry get that, that point for the, the calamari. Yeah, that's good. Hey, I pegged him back. I told you it would happen. He's pegged him. Wow. Uh, is that the end of the segment? That's the end of the segment. Yeah. yeah. On that note, right, well, uh, Dean Alter has had to leave due to um, family reasons. Um, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm, it's not a rage quit, but I do have to go. Yeah, yeah sure, um, sure. Last well, Dina. Right. Yeah, you too. We will yeah. commence. Darcy or Draper? <laughs> this is actually Dean's question. So, so bit of a debate here. Um, uh, Darcy or Draper? Scenes Darcy or Arlo Draper? <laughs> um, yeah, so credit to Sardines here. He loves calling um, uh, Draper Source Draper for some reason. <laughs> I don't rate it, but nah. um, yeah, uh, I, I prefer Scene Darcy. I think he had a more impressive season. Um, except he can't really move as per when he was in that one game. He's just a tough guy to watch when you when you got your eyes locked on him. But no, he had a very impressive season. Kicked a few snags, played some time down forward when he could. So yeah, he was um all Australian favorite, like Ruckman favorite, like yeah. after, like halfway through the year. Look, maybe if Draper mm. could kick from like thirty meters and make the distance, he would have a chance in this debate. He's definitely got. Uh, lots of promise, but yeah, definitely going with uh, scenes Darcy yeah. here. Uh, had a, I'm actually, had a yeah, I'm gonna go with Draper like long term. I don't know, I don't, I don't think yeah. Darcy has the potential that Draper has. 
Like, I think he's near his potential. Like, I don't think You're he's not going wrong. to get more agile. Yeah. Whereas like, Draper, like, shows a lot of, like, dominance early, like, Grundy-esque. Yeah. And if he can fix up his skills, I reckon it'll be unbelievable. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, yeah. look, players like, you know, Luke Jackson and Nick Nanui, I think the, the modern Future. Ruckman, yeah, Nick Nanui's obviously um, experienced now, but okay. yeah, you got to have a bit of athleticism and, and be able to get yourself around the ground. And Darcy is a bit, yeah, he's a bit uh, immobile. <laughs> he's a bit uh, heavy. He's a bit yeah. Heavy. Immobile. Heavy. Immobile. immobile. Yeah. Chiro Immobile. Um, all right, we'll go into some of the biggest what ifs, another Dean inspired segment. But he's not here. Um, I'll start off here with the Jordan McMahon kick after the siren in 2009, Melbourne versus Richmond. Uh, credit to uh, Jagger Skillback. He made a YouTube video on this. So did see this YouTube out. video. Yeah. Um, so essentially, it's a dead rubber game, 13th versus 15th, I think. Uh, after he kicks the goal, Melbourne finish uh, last, Richmond finish second last at the end of the season as a result of this result so melbourne in the draft they go to pick uh, tom scully and jack chunga to pick one and two and who gets picked up at three dustin martin so if that kick didn't go in melbourne would have finished on top of richmond and richmond definitely would, would have picked uh tom scully at pick one melbourne probably would have got their hands on dusty and melbourne were a bit of a well, not a great place to play footy at that time so a player like Dusty's at his caliber probably would have wanted to leave and Giants were actually looking to get Dusty when, uh, in his early days at J- uh, Richmond. So you'd think he'd go there given that Tom Scully left Melbourne as well. So then the Giants probably beat the Dogs in the 2016 Grand Final given they have Dusty. But that Dogs fairy tale doesn't happen. And then the Richmond, uh, their three flags probably doesn't, yeah, Tennessee probably doesn't happen either. So I think that's one of the, biggest uh moments in the last 10 years very nice chase i've also got one um let me set the scene for this one it's 2018 mcg grand final there's two minutes 50 seconds left in collingwood's forward line taylor adams has the ball 25 meters out kicks it on the boot smothered picked up by grundy kicks it on the boot smothered again comes out of the comes out of the forward line and then kicked back into the forward line. McGovern, who ends up taking a huge mark, kicks it up to Vardy and then the rest is history from there, from Liam Ryan to Sheed. Yeah, I reckon you just could have said, like, if Sheed missed the goal. True, true. But it would have been nice if if a Collingwood player just sealed the deal, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them, like, like if Luke Ball didn't kick that goal, yeah, cool. there's a butterfly effect in so many things that we just don't even realize. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty of, of the game. Yeah, well, actually, uh, we'll, the one a recent careful one, what you say, Chase. Week and a half time, so yeah, a, re- a recent one. Uh, the bounce of the ball, Charlie Cameron on Taylor Duray. Four stays in front of Charlie, like Brisbane probably into a prelim and Hot probably would have beaten them. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Milne bounce 2010, 2010 Granny. Yeah. The famous mm. one. Yeah. I thought we didn't hit past 10 years though, but I'll allow it. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll uh, allow it. Allow it, allow it. Uh we'll finish off with a couple of retirees. Um Harry your man, Grant Virtual. Yeah. Um obviously was a great serviceman for the club. Um a Tazzy boy originally. 
Uh, came to Hawthorne, won four flags. Given the role over the scrimshaw now, very similar. Um, went to Brisbane, didn't get the job done, like didn't accomplish what they wanted. But no, nah, nevertheless, great career. And he'll be um, known as one of the one of the four, one of the people who won four. Yeah. Number four. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we do yeah, joke yeah, about him being a fossil, but yeah, definitely had a great yeah, career. Yeah, he moves. He moves a bit. You know, yeah, this time back. Yeah, hunched over. Yeah, nah, great, great football. Yep, and just today, uh, Nathan Jones. Probably knew all knew what was happening, but it's quite, quite uh, sad and emotional. Uh, looking back, you know, the tissues, they're not coming out, but, you know, through the darkest of the days, you know, it was a shining light at the club, set the standards, built the culture, um, and he earned so much respect throughout the whole competition. One of the loyalist leaders, it's fierce. Uh, yeah, so much love to, to Nathan Jones, and it's unfortunate that he, that he won't be uh, watching the grand final, but hopefully we can get the job done for him. Yeah, hopefully. Congrats, you had uh, twins yesterday. Yeah, yeah, muzzles off. Muzzles? Yeah, yeah, and um, he also won uh, three feet of best in Paris, I remember. Yeah, yeah, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Captain from no, 2014 career. to 19. So, yeah, yeah. Decorated career, just missing, missing one thing. But hopefully Gorn and Co can get that get that on the 25th of September. Uh, Brody, Amy Charlotte. Uh, is he, is he official? Well, we have not. Yeah. Officially retired, but uh, hasn't been offered a contract, I think, at Port, and I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. So, do the honors. Yeah, um, the honors are in my hands. So, um, <laughs> hey, Charlotte, what a career you had. Um, you were an amazing footy card back in 2012 or 13. You were, yeah, Magic Wild. So, I remember I had you, and you are one of the first players I knew, actually, so. There you go. Plays the drums uh, after the song, uh, during yeah. the song. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a crucial part of, of Port's side through the years. No and, doubt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please, why not? No, you're fine. <laughs> um, right, um, last yeah. one, like, Gary Rowan. <laughs> well, like, yeah, Geelong. He hasn't retired yet, but like, <laughs> I give him the last. Well. Give him the last. Um, one more what? Uh, um, yeah, Gary Rowan. Given the last uh, few weeks, he hasn't really done much in finals, and hasn't done much in finals his whole career. So, yeah, we're thinking Geelong going to give him the flick and probably won't get a contract elsewhere. Nah, 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 all jokes, all jokes. He's a gun, but. Yeah, just quite yeah, inconsistent. I, I, think, I think they'll keep him around for a year, maybe yeah, give him a yeah. new role. I, I saw something this week, like they're going to try and play him somewhere else. Yeah. Someone suggested that. Two-time. Yeah, no, I definitely think he has life in the AFL for yeah. at least another year. Two-time kicker after the Sirena. So, um, mm. yeah. Yeah, they're rare to find. They are rare to find. Um, the after the Siren Rangers. But, um, yeah, <laughs> lots of love to Gary Rowan. That's us. Hope you enjoyed, and I will see you next week. He was sick of the camera and the goal kicking last year with 29, had a fine season, and gets the first to this. Conception Still this lead back. One on one from Cameron. Cameron goes. Hit the ball. It's under the top. Hit the ball. Wake with a few Which AFL player has the best style? Yeah, thank you so much for your question. 
It's a great question. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't go into that much depth or research for this one, but off the top of my head, I'm going to have to go with the old trusty, reliable Harry Himmelberg. Uh, people may not know that, but if you go look at his Instagram, he's quite with it with the fashion. It's a Now, although that sounds weird, Harry Himmelberg, back in the day in 2017, um, he was pretty outstanding in the finals against Richmond, kicked three goals. And almost instantaneously, the umpire said, as a fair bit happening, you can see Josh Kelly took exception. Straight forward, Stevie J wanted it short. Off to the skip award. Decided to punch it long with a goal square. Himmelberg again. Two goals in other games, so I think he's a finals player, Harry Himmelberg, and I just love Harry Himmelberg. Oh, 